1: Allen back in the building. Part two, free agency. Would you say?
2: Part two, just everything NFL because it's not just free agency. We got trades and more trades.
1: <clears throat> the NFL is a 12-month sport now. Would you agree or disagree?
2: I would disagree just because I think June and July and even include May as well. Like what really happens in those months. Hmm. And I feel like now pretty much everything has happened. Like the only thing left that is kind of big would be what the Colts do a quarterback besides that like I don't consider Garoppolo getting traded major story I don't consider Baker Mayfield getting traded major story like it might be for that franchise but I don't view it as like a league changing thing I think the Colts getting quarterback can be a league changing moment just because of how well built their roster
1: is in the coaching staff but do you think if Jimmy G or Baker go there Ooh, it's uh, that's a good question like yeah, if the Colts were to get Aaron Rodgers, yeah. hypothetically, right? Damn, like,
2: you, you made a very good kind
1: of argument, <laughs> right? yeah, but you're talking about Baker and Jimmy G going yeah. there. Where to me, it's like okay. For me, I think it'd be Matt
2: Ryan. I think Matt Ryan going to Indianapolis would be a big
1: deal. Where did this come from? This Matt Ryan getting traded rumors? It was the the Watson thing too. Is it a cap thing? Like, what uh, no. I, I feel like it came
2: out of nowhere. I think it's just uh, what's well, they start last year just mm. because of. The, is a huge cap issue and it's like this team is rebuilding and they're on a path right now to it just it's hard to see a successful plan right now with the next two years just on how the roster is built barring some dramatic draft hole but no i do think now what's happened with deshaun watson i i think bridges have been burned and matt ryan it's just the way his career has been smack in between michael vick and deshaun watson and matt Ryan just been couldn't be more of a consummate professional in the past 14 years he's about as mature as it gets like the guy doesn't say much he just delivers and handles himself like a professional so for him to be in between Vic and watson you know obviously watson isn't coming to land now but just being in the yeah. reports yeah and just being pushed aside to that like it just it doesn't sit well me and like not to go on the falcons ramp but i think the falcons right now have to be considered one of the biggest joke organizations Ooh, yeah, I think what they did was <clears throat> really just shameful. And I don't know if they can repair really should Matt Ryan. I don't think Matt Ryan should go back, but I hear maybe he wants like a three-year deal, which is kind of crazy because he's 37. But I just think how – I think I have all the, – there are a lot of losers in the Sean Watson situation, but I think the Falcons, considering they were literally – I like, dude, I was fully convinced he was
1: going there. I had multiple sources telling me, yeah, he's going, be ready, be ready wow and people got swerves crazy i saw someone tweeted that the falcons gave up a 28-3 lead on the watson i mean they did (laughs) i I think this is actually worse than 28-3 which
2: Mm. i know which is a very strong statement but i just think they got totally clowned here i know they got clowned in the biggest moment but just everything with deshaun watson's background and the 22 civil cases it's just I just I don't like how they approach it at all, and I think that organization has some serious work to do. Yeah, if,
1: to me, Arthur Blank was just desperate to sell tickets. Uh, the Falcons are—they've uh, been making headlines the last couple months now with Calvin uh, Ridley. The Calvin Ridley stuff is the craziest, you yeah. know. More and more reports come out on that, and you get more information, so they change whatever narratives mm-hmm. are created by the media or even like your own too. Mm-hmm. Um, he was betting on Falcons games. Yeah.
2: Uh, I like when it was <laughs> against the Jaguars. Like he just knew, okay, they're playing the Jaguars. <laughs> Cordell Patterson telling oh, by the way, you know, Falcons won't respond to any comments, but you know they did get Cordell Patterson back, so Let's go. they'll sell some jerseys at least, and the stadium won't be eighty-five percent uh unfilled. That and uh, the kicker extension too. Yeah, you know, the, you dude, he won about four games. So nah, he did. <laughs> he was legit, man. Was I, legit. I, I think it's Justin Tucker, him, uh, McPherson. Those are like the top three kickers. We'll give the kickers. Something. Yeah, I got to show love but, to the kickers. Uh, but obviously let's get into the biggest. Now let's talk about Watson. Yeah.
1: So <clears throat> I want to approach this a little bit different. I want to I wanna talk about like what it means from a, a football standpoint. And I know it's difficult too, yeah. right? I know it's, it's difficult too. I mean, even the, the Cleveland Browns report, uh, the official statement was like, you know, I saw Warren Sharp tweet out like, man, talk about tone death like some of the comments there. I'm going to pull it up while while we're talking, but
2: it's just hard to digest how a guy gets suspended for a year and now becomes sweepstakes like he has leverage. Because cause the whole thing, not to bring us back to Falcons, but he, the, the reason why it was reported he didn't go to Falcons was he wanted more, uh, obviously, money, and he had more demands. Like, he wanted more guarantees. And just a person in his position to making, be making demands and guarantees, it's, just, it's hard for someone to, to take that, just given the situation and – five years 230 million boy that's a lot
1: i mean there's so much there's so much to get into there right like but we uh the thing that jumped out that everyone has been spotlighting is we also understand there are still some legal proceedings that are going on Mm -hmm. and we will respect due process Mm -hmm. and it's just like man talk about being tone deaf Mm -hmm. that's what like a lot of people on social media have been saying so i want to talk about the move um now it's The official trade, Watson, and a fifth round pick in 2024 for a first this year, next year, a third in 2023, Mm -hmm. a first in 2024, and then a fourth in 2024 for Deshaun Watson. It's crazy. Think about the leverage. Like, what would he have gone for, Allen, if he played last year and this wasn't? happening i'm just wondering can it go any higher though like like think about what
2: cleveland's giving up like what more could they have asked for like to me cleveland gave up everything because they know this is a roster that's built to win now mm. you gotta maximize it yeah yeah because it's pre- it was pretty clear last year okay they had a few injuries but for the most part quarterback play held them back there's no denying it
1: yeah he um You know, Watson was coming off a year in 2020 where he had a career year. And that's when Hopkins left. Yeah. And Wolf Fuller became his number one. Brandon Cooks. You know, like they won four games, but the team was bad. Yeah. No, but
2: he truly had an exceptional season. Yeah. You watch him week in, week out. He kept that team competitive. Oh, yeah.
1: They were in so many games that they shouldn't have been in. Right. And a lot of it was most of it was because of it mm-hmm. like I remember there was a video of him and T, uh, J.J. Watt walking off the field. Oh, I remember this. And uh, Watson just like puts his hand on his back mm-hmm. and like, you know, it gives him a fist bump or whatever it was. Yeah. And, and J.J. Watt was like, man, we're wasting you. Yeah. Like, sorry, we let you down. Defense played bad, but we're we're wasting you like we. Yeah. we and I mean, that guy has seen so many quarterbacks come there. Like, yeah. who's the most stable quarterback he's ever had prior to Watson? Shop. Shop, right? It has to be shop so like you know brian hoyer i remember him throwing four interceptions and a half and then deandre hopkins like get that fucker off the field matt castle like yeah they've had some bad stuff there brock osweiler too Mm -hmm. they brought in so he had such an insane season and then everything that went down last year dude i remember after that year that he had we would have segments and we would talk about watson i'd be like yo i would I'd only take my homes over him to, like, right. build a franchise, right? Like, I'm talking about, yeah. like, his uh, decision-making, mm-hmm. his, you know, the pocket awareness. And he's a 2020 kind of quarterback, right? Exactly. And, you know, the moments aren't too big for him. Mm-hmm. And I just, I always was a Watson guy. Mm-hmm. And then this entire situation goes down with all these accusations and all the legal stuff going on. And he just sits out a whole year. Mm-hmm. To me, it's crazy. Oh, set out he was pretty
2: much for like forced, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And it's just crazy to think that despite all that going on, the Browns still gave up what they gave up yeah, for. He him.
2: still commands huge literally commanded his own sweepstakes. Yeah. yeah.
1: But yo, look, it's it's the sad reality of the NFL mm-hmm. sports and just life in general. If if you're talented and people can win with you, they're gonna they're gonna deal with it. All right. You always get those opportunities. You'll get those opportunities. Yeah. It, it sucks and it's unfortunate. But that's also like and look at the NFL in particular, too. Mm-hmm. Mike Vick, Plaxico Burris, Dante Stallworth, Ray Lewis, like the list goes on. Ray yeah, Rice. Rice. Yeah. Oh, Ray Rice, like completely yeah. taking out the picture. But like Tyree Kill has had his incidents. Joe Mixon has had his DeSean incidents. Deshaun
2: Watson's teammate, Kareem Hunt.
1: The list goes on and on. And the, the, the NFL, they continue mm-hmm. to Give you a chance if you're talented. Yeah, even Greg Hardy got a chance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. He just got cut by the UFC, yeah. too. Rightfully so, because that dude was never a UFC-caliber fighter. Right. But what do you think of Watson, though, like on the Browns? Do you think that they... Because the Browns, to me, go from a team that I had no expectations of making the playoffs to now I think they might be able to win their division with him there.
2: I think they're neck and neck with Cincinnati. Like, that division – like, we talked about the AFC West. The AFC North is not too behind. You have four teams in that division that are going to compete. Like, say what you want, but the Steelers, you know Steelers aren't going away without a fight. That's just how it is with them. So the same goes for the Ravens. Uh, I just think that roster – I think one of the biggest things is, like, Watson now gets to play behind a really good offensive line, something he never had in Houston. He also never really had a lethal running game. So you put those two things goodbye. And I think through the draft, they'll find some receivers. But I do think him and Cooper could – Shuck up a pretty nice rapport uh, and Joku down the seam. So, like, they, they they got things to work with there. And I do believe in Kevin Stefanski as a coach. I just think we, with Cleveland, if they're going to compete with the best, you've just a matter of, especially this year, like how long will Watson be suspended for? Because it looks like he'll probably get six games, potentially more. And that's a lot of time to make up for it. And uh, such a jam-packed conference where I really think there could be nine really good teams when you think about it. In the AFC? Yeah, you include the whole AFC West, and we'll talk about one team that made a huge splash soon. I think the whole AFC North you could make a case for. Bills, obviously. Patriots, okay, maybe they're kind of overachieved last year, but they're still good. And then see what happens with the Titans and Colts. Like, what real bad teams are there? Like, okay, Miami's sketchy. The Jets are the Jets. The Jaguars are the Jaguars. And you know, Houston's in total. But even
1: with with those teams... There's – I feel as if – and I could be wrong. I feel like there's some optimism surrounding those teams. Which teams? Like the teams, you know, like Miami, they got a new coach, Mm -hmm. right? The Jaguars, they got Trevor Lawrence. They got a new coach now, and they spent all this money every agency. Whether you agree with it or not, they spent money. They're they're trying to do something.
2: I I can see it. Yeah, there's optimism. I just don't see how those teams win 10 games. Oh, yeah. The teams that I mentioned just now – I you think see all over win 10. 10 wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could
1: see that easily. Well, that's why it's going to be interesting to see if the Watson suspension comes down. Yeah. Is he going to miss some conference games or division games too? Well, Six games is six games. So right, you know. right. Yeah, you don't want to fall behind too much. But what do you think happens now with Baker? Where does he end up? Like, what happens with Baker Mayfield? Because, he- yo, if you're a Browns fan, I feel like you can't hate this guy. Um, he gave you, if you're a Browns fan and you're 30 years old, you're, you're our age, you're like 25 to 30. He's been the best quarterback that you've ever had, that you've seen. Nah, you, yeah, that, that, and, and the best years have yeah, been He brought Baker. success.
2: That's it. Uh, I think you could be disappointed, though, of his actions. And I do think there's maturity that needs to be made on his part. I think just some of his comments and his behavior is just, I think, kind of turns you off right but when it comes to pure success like yeah like that 2020 season was magical like they won a playoff game like who would have thought the browns finally win a playoff game and they were just one of the more efficient productive offenses but uh, i don't think they have any ill will towards Baker Mayfield. it's just i just think he needs a bit a reality check mm-hmm. and i think he's leaving cleveland with kind of i don't know bad taste in people's mouths.
1: i mean he's also the first he's the number one overall pick so you never want to have to move on from someone. You take number one overall, right? And but. he comes in in 2018. <clears throat> they go six and seven. Mind you, they had just lost so many games in a row. I think it was 19 straight yeah, they games them, they had lost. They Hugh Jackson, yeah. Um 27 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. Then year two, they go six and ten, and that was the year where everyone was like Browns. I, I'll never that, forget that was, uh, number one. Oh yeah. man, when they when I saw. The hype behind it with all the moves they made and everything that they they acquired. Mm -hmm. And then I saw that they had the third best odds to win the AFC. I'm like, oh, man, if there's ever a fade, (laughs) it was that one. And they went 6-10. and But it was also like we kept saying, like, the entire team is loaded. They have so much talent. But the bookends on the offensive line were bad. Remember, they had the worst tackles. Terrible offensive line, but they also did not have the leader. Freddie Kitchens had no business. Freddie Kitchens yeah. was a big liability yeah. too. And then what happens in 2020, they spend a number 1 uh first round pick and they go and they get a tackle in free agency mm-hmm. and then they get the also and they go 11 and 5 and they win a playoff game too in Pittsburgh where they destroyed Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And then last year 6 and 8 and then that's when like all the fuckery really started. Mm-hmm. But yo, in 2020, he was, he was good. He
2: was efficient. It's just I think the Browns got to a point kind of like how the Rams got to a point with Jared Goff is just like, I don't think we could win a Super Bowl with him. And I think you're seeing more organizations move more promptly. We're not going to let this linger on. It's like we, if we think our roster going win a Super Bowl, which I think they do, we need to be aggressive, and we need to find that. I think seeing what McVay did with Stafford is now going to really influence teams. And you've seen it now with the Browns. Yeah. So, like, if, if we see a cap... On our team, it's just like we have to do, by any means, just bring quarterback in. And, like, we just – we got to compete with them. Especially in AFC. We 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 talk about almost every podcast about the AFC quarterbacks. Like, you
1: need to get one of those alpha males. Yeah. And, yo, why not, dude? Why – this idea that I take a guy, number one, and then I'm married to him for the rest of my career, and I have to make it work. It just – like, move on. yo.
2: I mean, the the Rams didn't have to do a golf. Okay, they they paid him, which – all right, but – you know, golf at least went to a Super Bowl, and there was bright moments. But it just when you see for enough time, like the play is just too inconsistent, or we're literally losing games because of this one individual player. You have to address it because it's just you're just wasting years away. You don't want to do what the Broncos did. The Broncos waste a lot of years, and now they're finally waking up and they got a legit quarterback.
1: Yeah, I mean, you saw what Tampa Bay did, also. Oh, that's the biggest one, right? right? Like yeah. Tampa Bay, they just and look. A lot of things played into that. He was you know, he was a free agent and he just like chose to go to Table Bay because they had the most loaded roster, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's best case scenario for right. you. But when it comes to like trading, like, yeah, man, I mean, you know how I feel about draft picks. Yeah. I think draft picks are as I get older and I understand them more, I feel like they're more and more they become overrated to me. Especially
2: if you want to transition now with the Raiders and Packers, I think you look at those draft picks for the player they got, ooh like Ra- Ra- raiders raiders are smiling about that
1: one like yo if you're going to make a tr- if you're going to trade a draft pick yeah. right and let's go back just a, a little further the o- the other one that i remember had a lot of outrage was like Minka fitzpatrick when the steelers traded a first for him
2: i think there was outrage just because i thought a lot of people thought
1: uh that pick was going to be much higher right because yeah. they thought pittsburgh was like tanking yeah. and they had the quarterback issues yeah. right right yes I-, I get that but what i'm saying is isn't your goal when you trade, when you go to draft someone, don't you want them to become a Minka Fitzpatrick or a Devontae Adams? Right. And if I could get those guys for a first-round pick... I'm doing that shit. The
2: thing is, I don't think Minka was that proven at the time. Like He was a good player, but we didn't know if he was going to become a superstar. Right. We all know Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the league.
1: Yeah. So That's very fair. That's very fair. But also, I'm looking at it from a standpoint of the age, right? Like, you're giving up a first-round pick for a Minka Fitzpatrick, who was 23 years old at the time. Mm
2: -hmm. You know what I mean? Like That was a real odd move. That's when you knew Miami was like, okay, they're clearly just... Yeah, they're cleaning house.
1: They're cleaning house. So, for me, the, the Raiders, they get Devontae Adams... And a lot of people have been trolling Aaron Rodgers. Like, yo, how do you re-sign with Green Bay? All, all signs point to him knowing that this was mm-hmm. going to happen. Yeah. The whole last dance stuff, it was a lot of it with Devontae Adams. Like, yo, we're not going to play again together. Like, I'm not coming back here. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't going to play on the tag. Right. And then they moved on from it.
2: He yeah, shouldn't. Yeah. He's best, best receiver in the league. And now he's reunited with his
1: good pal yeah fresno state's finest man yeah, what, what a what a combo <laughs> fresno state of all things yo Derek Carr is the best wide receiver he's ever played with in his career
2: wait oh this is the best okay this yeah is the yeah. best okay you phrased it oh, no, i got you. yeah, yeah no it, the i mean devon m has been the best receiver league for what three years now
1: so yeah yeah there's no debate about that and but he's never had a wide receiver like this like a true alpha male. Yeah. Even yeah. when he had Amari Cooper, it was still a, a young Amari Cooper. And Carr was really struggling at the time. And then so, he got hurt also. Yeah, so I think now this is this is the best offense that he's... This is the best team that he's ever been on. All right.
2: Because you have him. your have Renfro who's always going to get open. Waller went healthy, won the best. He's always someone that's just... he. he I think he commands like the defensive respect. Like He's one of those Titans that could go vertical. Mm-hmm. So you have between Renfro, Adams, and Waller, it's just... What more could you ask for? And I think Derek Carr fully deserves it. Like the last two years, when you watch like the top quarterbacks, it's you have to be inspired by what you've seen from Derek Carr because I thought he was going to crash out the league or just be a backup. Like there were some rough years. Mm. And now it's just you just see it consistently. Gussy performances, late comebacks, making tough, narrow throws like in various tight windows. Like it's just. It's great to see him finally get rewarded because I thought for, like, years he just seemed like he was on the Raiders, but they're clearly not happy with him. Now it's just like, okay, we're doing everything we can to help you compete in this ridiculously tough division.
1: Well, also, just think of, we were talking before about Baker, like, maturity and being an adult, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that was a report that came out about the Browns. Like, they want an adult. Yeah, no. And then then they get Watson, which is also hilarious too. But, like, when it comes to Derek Carr, I think a lot of – What makes him who he is is that you know you have a professional leading your team, Mm -hmm. keys to the franchise. Yo, he's due to make $20 million this year, Derek Carr. Mm -hmm. Is that not the best quarterback contract in the league other than rookie deals right now? Yeah, no debate. For what you're getting in Carr and what he brings to the table and where he is on the totem pole of best quarterbacks, Mm And the money he's making, I think that's the best contract in, in, in football right now. Yeah. And just, I know yeah. they're working on an extension, yeah. but I'm pretty sure that extension, would, it wouldn't be a cap hit for this year. It ah. would start next year. So it'd still be a $20 million cap hit nice. this year. You know, Obviously, Herbert and Burrow, those guys have the best contracts. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about non-rookie deals. Yeah. Quarterbacks on their prime or yeah, aging. this, this yeah. is the best one by yeah. far. Yeah. That's why you Never. could go out and get a guy like Adams yeah. too.
2: I think it's super exciting just because okay, he's twenty nine, but still like we've seen Adams game
1: in, game out.
2: Nobody nobody gets open more than him. Yeah. Nobody makes tough and catches. He's more. not
1: he's not a, a, a four two eight guy. Uh, like he's not a he's a guy that's gonna be able to play, I think, at this level for another five, six years yeah. easily because he's not I worry about guys like Odell, Tyreek Hill, guys that are built off their speed. Mm-hmm. Those are the wide receivers that I worry about as they get older. Yeah, or like, big frame
2: receivers that go vertical and eventually as they get older like Alshon Jeffries to me fell off a cliff because he just couldn't get up yeah. and then injuries obviously got to him but if you're a receiver that's really just banks on like 50-50 balls like it might be tough for you like mm-hmm. you know, eventually what five six years we'll see what happens with like guys like Mike Williams and Michael Gallup because that's what their yeah. primary skill set is so uh like Devontae Adams I think what he does exactly for Raiders like obviously he gives them that focal point um, where's his table? I'm like, yeah, I think they can win 10 games. It's just, man, like, he, he in that division, like, it's, every game's going to be huge because the NFC North, the, he's been called a little bit there. Now it's just, like, every, like, I people talk about AFC West should be, every week be on time? There's an the AFC West game immediately, Sunday night, Monday yeah. night, so... Uh, I think he's going to be more and more of a position where they're going to be chasing games. So I'm I'm interested to see you know what changes. Like I assume he'll get a bunch of low targets. He'll probably still lead the league in targets. But well, it's just a scenario now. He's of a team that you know they they've gone. Through. I don't know if a team was in more in close games last year than the Raiders. I feel yeah. like every Raiders game was a roller coaster. Yeah.
1: Well, also you got to remember there there have been uh, many conversations that Aaron Rodgers has had like on the McAfee Show or in spots that he does where him and him and Adams improvise a lot on on the field Mm -hmm. so how much of his success was that too this Mm -hmm. idea that all right yo you're supposed to run a you know a a 12 yard in but if the corner is like this Mm -hmm. I expect you to do this you know what I'm saying so like those adjustments yeah like there was one there was one touchdown that that Rogers threw to Adams against the Vikings where he ran like a, a a post corner yeah and then Rogers said, you know, it was like third and eight inside the red zone. That was not what the play was. Mm-hmm. But through the years, that chemistry, knowing where your guy's going to be, yeah. I think that's something. That. Yeah, you yeah. can't. And not that quick, too, right? Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, I think it'll take some time. But then again, Cooper Cup and Stafford did it in Oof. 20 yeah. minutes, right? And they just <laughs> broke all these records together. Yeah. Stafford got an extension, too. Yeah, well, all deserved. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. So... It, always want to see these guys get paid but then also make sure they're secure long term because Mm -hmm. if you want to look at the rams and we could transition out of this it's just they're still finding ways to improve and reload yeah like it's always it's just i don't know who's their cap person is but that person is a magician when it
1: comes to uh, manipulating it we talked about them losing some people they they lose von miller he goes to buffalo Uh, We'll get to that in just a second. They trade to the Titans, Robert Woods. They bring in Allen Robinson. I don't think they bring back Odell. No decision has been made there. But now you got Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup on the offense there with Matthew Stafford, who he gets his extension to. And we were already talking about it on the last pod, that they've already lost some pieces. And that's what happens, right? When you win, guys want to start getting paid. Um what do, you, what do you think of the Rams with this move now for Stafford? Dude's been getting paid, bro. What is this? Yeah. Like his fourth big extension? Uh, it might be. Because remember, he was the last of the the, the big, big money, big money yeah. quarterbacks coming in as the, rookies. since 2011? 2009. Oh,
2: 2009.
1: Bro. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, uh, 2011 was the first
2: time he made the playoffs. So, yeah, it was uh, 2009. Um, he had some rough moments uh, late in the season, but I thought for the playoffs – he was mostly like lights out. Like, okay, maybe the Niners game is a little rough, but you know what Niners game is gonna dogfight. a dog fight. But you look at that Bucks game, like that was his win, him and Cooper Cup. They just put the team on the back and like their rapport, they were firing all cylinders. And Stafford's just always one of those players. He we always you hate to use the term, but he literally can make all the throws. Like his arm is just ridiculously good. Um, you know, you just hope maybe going to second year now, McVeigh. Less turnovers because that's the one thing I think mm-hmm. that always kind of hinders Stafford, just putting the ball in harm's way far too often.
1: Yeah, but that's also like the gunslinger mentality, right? I know, but you like know. when you do it inside the 20s, right, right, right. you get yeah, a that. So yeah. So
2: yeah. it's just there were some games, particularly the Vikings and Ravens ones, which why I think going to playoffs, people weren't all that, I guess, not excited, but like they weren't really picking the Rams to go for because Stafford was just such a concern. Like he, like. We don't know if we could trust him and yeah. then look what he does.
1: But then he gets hot when it matters most yeah. in those those four playoff games. Yeah. Yo, check this out. If if Matthew Stafford plays out his new contract, it'll expire and he'll enter free agency at thirty nine years old. It'll put his career earnings to four hundred and twenty two million dollars. The record right now is held by Aaron Rodgers, three hundred and six million. Yeah. And the new deal lowers Stafford's twenty twenty two cap hit which opens up availability for the Rams to explore new options. Wow. Sun got pay- paid. <laughs> but, yo, like, the, he, he's a good example of what happens when you go to a good situation. Mm. Right? Like, clearly. Because I, I feel like, you know, we've talked about this, too, mm-hmm. where he's, he's always been this good. Mm-hmm. You just never saw it in the truth. No, trip. just the right, in the right environment. Yeah, yeah. What so do you make of it. Von Miller going to Buffalo? Wow.
2: I definitely didn't see it coming because the Bills, I didn't know what their cap situation is like, but given the conscience they've been giving out the past few years, most no with Josh Allen, I just did not expect it all. And a 32 year old edge rusher getting a six year deal is pretty bizarre, mm-hmm. but they needed a game changer up front because the past few years, sorry, past past few years, they've been like rotating guys in now. Like they go seven, eight deep because McDermott comes from that Carolina system. That's what Ron Rivera would do. They would consistently be rotating. They didn't really have that big focal point.
1: I remember they showed a graphic of eight different defensive linemen and they all would play like 50 to 60% of the snaps. They had no guy over like 70% of the snaps. You had your Charles Johnsons and Mario Addisons. Now it's just like, okay. Even though Von Miller's,
2: I think, now more in a situational role, Mm. it's just, as you know, as a pass rusher, especially in this conference, like he's going to be fully relied upon to be that game wrecking edge rusher. And I still think he possesses the skills. It's just at thirty two years old, you know, maintaining those snaps, making sure you're utilizing them the best way possible is obviously the biggest priority for someone that he could, he's had injury issues. Like Von Miller is not the same durable player he once was, but offensive tackles fear him. Yeah. That first step, you better be ready.
1: I also think it's him going to a contender is good. Cause He he's, was always going to
2: go to a contender, though.
1: Right, yeah, but he could have easily gotten paid by, like, the Jaguars.
2: He wasn't going to take that, though.
1: You don't think so? No. He's, he would go to a contender only?
2: Yeah, I think, he, look, obviously money is important. He wants to go to a team that's going to fairly compensate him from his viewpoint, but he's not just going to take a check at this point, not mm. win. Like, he's 32 years old, and, yeah, he's won
1: two Super Bowls, but want to make it three with a new team. Word. That'd be three with three new teams. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's still very, very early, but I, I still think despite all the moves that have been made, I, I still have Buffalo as my Super Bowl pick if I had to right now, mm-hmm. though the Chargers have that hype train, baby, that hype train. Yeah. Uh, AFC West, to stay with it, Juju goes to Kansas City. I kind of like that fit. I think it's
2: perfect scenery for him. Because- yeah. Now, you, they really need a, a possession receiver and someone that can make plays after a catch. Mm-hmm. Smith Schuster could do that, whether it's in the slot or the outside. So, just to get someone that's dependable, someone that is not going to drop the ball, I think is very important. Like, yeah, okay, like he's not that deep threat, but I think Chiefs just want someone that was a possession receiver that is dependable and they can move around uh, different formations because, you know, Andy Reid's very unpredictable with the formations. And Smith Schuster has experience both on the outside and in the slot.
1: Yeah. And I, I think they're done with the experimenting of like the Mikael Hardmans and the Marcus Robinsons of the world. Like I think they're they're just capped of what they could do with those guys on the field. Yeah. Where I think Juju is a little more versatile and they could do a lot more like fun shit with him there. Mm-hmm. Um, you still got Tyreek, you still got Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. and I think that offense is going to continue to right. be buzzing just because yeah. they got Mahomes and Andy Reid right. and all that.
2: And he's in a situation where he, a lot he, of TikToks. Yeah, he's oh, t- look, we we, we we let's not go there. <laughs>
1: Jackson Mahomes and no, him, you already man. know halftime no. is gonna be pumping. God <laughs>
2: some of the most cringiest stuff. Like I'm not anti TikTok. I'm just anti people not using it properly. Right. And Jackson Mahomes, man. But I'm saying him and him and Juju together. Yeah, I just make TikTok sure you don't things? make sure you don't do it on a logo. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or they'll be doing it at halftime while Andy Reid's trying to give him a speech <laughs> to fire up the team. They'll be doing their TikTok dances just in this yeah, <laughs> but, Yo, uh AFC West though Chandler Jones yeah. goes to the Raiders. That division just keeps getting better. Yeah, man. And again, I think it has to do with with Derek Carr not getting paid. Really, mm-hmm. the contract that he has allows allows that to happen and, and to go down. Right. And I I also like the fact that they're
2: like the front. It's because the new front office, new coaching staff, and they're just looking at it as we need to do everything possible for it to be competitive in this division. Yeah. So. Okay, we spent on Yonk and Gakwe, but you know what? Yank and Gakwe just doesn't do enough of it. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's a decent edge rusher, but at this point, he's he, his big issue is he always when he comes off the edge, he tends to just rush past the quarterback. You just see him back there, just like he has, plays with zero discipline. Huge liability against the run. So I can see why they traded him. And now you got Chandler Jones is one of the most complete edge rushers. Like uh, opposite you know, to me, I think the most improved player in the league last year, not named Jonathan Taylor. And maybe A.J. Terrell, but I thought uh, Max Crosby, mm-hmm. incredible season. So now you're like, like, we were talking about Mac and Bosa last time, but Chandler Jones and Max Crosby, whew, that's pretty scary. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. You look
1: at the edge rushers in that division too, it's mm-hmm. just a lot of moves, right? right. Like a lot of moves. Yeah. But it also makes sense because everyone always talks about when you draft a team or you're building your team, you got to win your division first. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But I like what you said before about all those games being on prime time. It has to be because they're going to be bangers. Yeah. Like, just look, look at those teams on paper and tell me yeah. you don't want to watch them. Like, like whoever comes in last place
2: in that division, I want to see that record.
1: Yeah, the, yeah. probably over nine wins. I saw, uh, I saw a sports book said plus five hundred for all four teams to make the playoffs. Wow, that's interesting. I just feel like there's so many
2: games and. Even though there's not a lot of competition out there besides the AFC North, it's still... It's just when you play against each other, like, I could picture, like, a Broncos having, like, an 8-9. Eight, eight it's like, no, this team's kind of good enough to win to 11 games, but just they weren't... Just, just the AFC, they're just going to consistently knock each other. And, you know, what would be scary because sometimes these teams got deal with it consecutive divisional games. Like, imagine if you have to play, like, three AFC West teams in a row. That Sounds like torture. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like you're in trouble. Because I don't think you're surviving all that. Nah.
1: Yeah. I know I know there's been some situations where teams will end the season like five of six division games. Mm. And then before you know, you're yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah, I've seen happen to the Falcons a couple times. I'm pretty sure that was Washington last year. Because oh, Washington had like an outside chance to still win the division oh, because they had two games against yeah. Dallas and then there was like the Eagles game and that the Giants was a game. Night, yeah. So it's it's always interesting to yeah. see. Well the schedule comes out in May, right? A week before a draft yeah yeah before we wrap up uh I want to talk a little bit more about the Colts because I agree with you that they're the team that can make a quarterback move and can make them a contender but I don't think the quarterbacks that they can get are going to make them a contender right. it won't put them over the top right yeah. it won't be it'll like we said before it'll be uh all right Jimmy G or Baker yeah but what do you think is the most realistic option for them? Do you think they make a move to draft someone? It's just such a weak class. Mm-hmm. Like I could see them taking women in the second,
2: third, fourth round just to groom them, if they don't trade for a quarterback in the prime. But I just think with Frank Reich and Chris Ballard, they just they had to see the offense. and It's like, you no, know, we we need to bring someone that's. Going to elevate, mm. like we, like we cannot go the route again of like like getting Baker in. Is, I think Baker is a slightly more talented version than Carson Wentz at this point. Like I think, think Baker could make some big throws, but it's just the inconsistency, the fumbles, just all around certain decision making on throws. Like Baker Mayfield's kind of like a little bit of a Carson Wentz clone, so I don't see them. Garoppolo just being their game manager, like to, from the Colts, it, to me, it's just it's Matt Ryan or. Maybe we do have to draft someone. I, I heard Jameis is getting linked there. We all love Jameis, but I, it's not going to do
1: Now, it. if Matt Ryan leaves Atlanta to go there, or if Matt Ryan leaves Atlanta, what does Atlanta do then?
2: I can probably draft a quarterback.
1: What pick Eighth does pick. that? Look? Eighth pick? Yeah. That's a round where people are saying quarterbacks. Are I just feel out. like
2: some team's going to pick a quarterback in the, with the top 10, whereas Carolina or Atlanta, I just feel like someone's going to make that move. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, a quarterback is going to go in the top ten. Yeah. Someone's going to fall in love with them if they haven't already, and they're going to make a move. Um, I don't know anything about the quarterbacks coming out. I just know, I know that the that, class that doesn't is. Doesn't
2: really lose exciting. Yeah,
1: yeah, I heard some cool stories about. Um, I think it was the Senior Bowl, and uh, you know, a three-year captain. He like uh, players like playing with him. You know, like a lot of those cliches, but yeah I don't know I don't know much about him the Cincinnati kid right he's a kid from yeah. Cincinnati yeah Kenny Pickett too like people were complaining about his hands and then Joe Barrow had like the same issue yeah. I remember Joe Barrow's tweet was like yo I'm gonna retire now because they told me my hands are too small Oof. and 18 months later he's in the Super Bowl there you go <laughs> sometimes man it's just crazy did you see that kid that got hurt at Michigan one of the, the top picks at his pro oh, day oh
2: towards Achilles yes Huge. Agbo
1: I think his name was yeah
2: I think I just know with with 20 kills. that happened to Sidney Jones a couple of years ago, and he was a certified top top fifteen pick. He didn't get drafted until I think was forty five by the Eagles. So um those injuries are a crusher, and he's definitely gonna lose out on his first round status.
1: David Ojabo. David Ojabo is his name. Yeah, David Ojabo. <laughs> consensus first round pick maybe even to the top 10 tears his achilles at michigan pro day man that was that video went that video went viral i think bucky brooks tweeted it out and it was like man no one goes to like help him up Mm -hmm. the first thing they do is like they go grab the ball and move it over but then i saw underneath that tweet on uh threads like oh people actually went to help them after yeah. they realized it but man it's unfortunate if you get hurt uh at, at like a pro day right because mm-hmm. that's your day to
2: really show off your traits like what's gonna make me stand out from other prospects yeah yeah
1: bless you um i don't know man the pro days and, and like the combines are, they've always been weird to me like i would rather I, I don't some of them are so overrated bro like there's so like, many like some of the drills some of the drills and some of the, the the people that you see, like I'll never forget, Tavon Austin went like top fifteen because of his oh, crazy, <laughs> because of his crazy pro day uh-huh. and his is um you know combine stuff. Right. And It's like yo, that guy was never and like Darius Hayward Bay, remember yeah. him too? Like he
2: Vernon Golsan.
1: Like why does four years of tape not do it enough for you? Is it not enough? People just get excited sometimes
2: by the flashiness. They see the measurables, the traits. And they think they could co- they they can coach them up. That's mm. another thing. Like we'll take a risk on him, but we believe in our coaches that we'll get you right mechanically, and we'll you know find solutions to the negative nuances that possess our inner player. But uh like it's just you can't put all your stock into it because we always talk about tape. Like just you know watch a damn tape. That's my always advice to people when it comes to, you know, assessing players or you know organizations that want to make moves. That they're kind of putting their own self-interest in and more than anything else. Like to me, because I just think there's some cases where these teams just they gotta they gotta get fans in because mm-hmm. there's a lot of empty stadiums if your team's not good. So that's why I think they you can see teams getting like the more exciting talent because it's like okay we'll sell tickets then.
1: Is there anything else in the NFL you want to discuss? Hmm,
2: anything else? Still, some big names for agency. Like I think the Colts, you want to—they're uh, gonna probably make some because Chris Ballard and them. They usually wait a week and then they go swoop in on the play style, like Tyrant Matthews still out there, Teron Armstead. Like there's still some high quality players out there.
1: You got Fournette still. Not that he would go there, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying you got Fournette still. You got Akeem Hicks honey badger bobby wagner yeah bobby wagner damn um odell even though he's hurt mm-hmm. it's uh yeah like these and also you're probably going to get these guys a lot cheaper than you would right right like normally the majority of them are veterans yeah, yeah. teron armstead is still available mm-hmm. so yeah they're veterans but it's also like if this first initial wave of free agents goes down and they haven't gotten these big contracts they're probably not like, I don't see a wide receiver now signing for something similar to Allen Robinson. No. I feel like they would have signed them already. Mm-hmm. Jadavion Clowney, yeah. uh, Stephon Gilmore, too, if you need a corner. We, we didn't really talk about Robinson, What what do you make of like him in general? Man, I think he's, you want to talk about a guy who, wherever he's going to be drafted in fantasy leagues, mm-hmm. I think he's being underdrafted. Just look at the quarterbacks he's had to play with. And you've seen those number two receivers. they got targets in that offense. Yeah. It's not just all Cooper Cup. Oh, and now I think even more so because you just had an entire season that you could break down and take in of Cooper Cup just dogging you. Yeah. So the last thing these teams want to do is, like, if you're the Niners, Mm -hmm. the first time you play the Rams, you know what you're going to want to do? Not have Cooper Cup just sun you over and over again. Dude, he really did that. Yo, I think he had 10 or more catches in all three games that they played. He so teams are gonna be like, all right, yo, Stafford and Cup is was magical. It was mm-hmm. historic. Best wide receiver season ever. Now we got Allen Robinson, and he's finally in a play with the best quarterback he's ever played yeah. with. It was Blake Bortles, then it was Mitchell Trubisky, and it was yeah. whatever was going out there last Andy year. Dalton. Like, bro, psh, there was not a more disappointing p- football mm-hmm. player, I think, in that was like good than Allen Robinson all right. last year. Thanks. So I love it him going yeah. there.
2: Yeah, I think it's a much-needed change of scenery. And he's just someone that, for, for that to be your number two, that's pretty great.
1: Hell, yeah. yeah. He's a number one on,
2: yeah. like, 15
1: different teams.
2: Because like, he's always going to get that single coverage down. Because, you know, defense will just game plan for Cup. Mm-hmm. Cup's got to contain Cup.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, so. And, and then and then you also have a home run threat still in, like, Van Jefferson right. that could take a top off. Yo, Atwell, the rookie that they took last year, was, like, a Deshaun Jackson clone. He got hurt. That's another four-three guy that could just run. They will find ways to utilize. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, it's going to be great, man. And I'm telling you, it's the same shit that happened with Stafford. They end up on a team, ironically enough, on the same team now, and they went to the same organization where they were playing with shit, like it was a shit scenario for them. And now they're going to go to the best possible scenario. It's good, and it's also good. Like when you when you win a championship, from what I've heard. Talking to professional athletes, it's like, yeah, if you run it back with the same guys, it's cool. You have the camaraderie and whatnot, but you still need those new guys to come in that weren't a part of the championship team Mm -hmm. so that their energy and the vibe can elevate the guys to not get complacent. Exactly. Right? Like, if you won a championship and I come to your team, I haven't won dick yet. I go there and I'm like, yo, man, let's get this ring. I'm firing you up. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm seeing how you feel about winning, but now you're seeing the hunger that you once had. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think getting a guy in, it's one thing that I've learned over the years where, like, yeah, you win a championship, oh, they're bringing everyone back. It's not always the best thing. Mm, yeah. You want to have some dogs in there, yeah, too. Yeah, and you got to grow. Yeah. Because
2: as great as it was, like, the Rams could have easily lost that game. hmm It was just that close.
1: Yeah, they weren't a, they weren't a perfect team by any stretch. Oh, no, no. So there's still, you know, they could have been had many times.
2: Like November, we were talking about being a crisis month because they had lost three straight. Uh, what was it, Tennessee, and that weird Saturday night game? Then they lost to
1: the Niners. Niners. So that was a Monday night game. And I'm forgetting who was in between. They lost a bad one too. I'm blanking also. Yeah. So, but oh, they lost to Arizona. Oh no! But that was early in the year. My yeah, bad. Yeah, that was yeah. earlier. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then on the other side, I definitely want to mention Robert Woods. Hopefully he gets
2: healthy, and that's a great fit for him. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best blocking uh, receivers, obviously fantastic in terms of his hands. Great after the catch. Like, I'm excited to see what he can do in that offense because, you know, Simpson Allen Robertson, you have an alpha male on the other side that's going to get attract the most attention. So now can you exploit those one-on-ones? Hmm. That, that's, that's the biggest thing with him.
1: Yeah, and I, I feel as if he's a better fit with A.J. Brown than Julio was. Hmm. Just because I feel like AJ Brown and Julio were kind of a carbon copy of one another, as far as like physical attributes, yeah, and what they do. So I think Robert Woods is a guy underneath slot stuff and also very versatile. And Tennessee wants to run the ball still. So let's see, man. Yeah. You think uh, any big splashes continue? Uh, I'm gonna say no, no. I, like unless you want to
2: consider some of the free agents we mentioned. But besides that I just think What more can be done Like what other players that Can be traded Like, That's Like I said Going to change the league To me It's just I think We've gotten just Endless amount of stuff These last two weeks Mm. Or week I should say I don't know Was it two Because when did Russ get traded
1: Russ got traded I think Was it two weeks ago Two weeks ago Okay then no We'll say two weeks then Yeah Because It was when I came back from Vegas I remember Ah. I did the pod with Kenny Okay Yeah so it's been about like Ten days I would say Mm. Yeah, man, I'm excited, dude. oh When all this crazy shit goes down, it makes me want to have football come a lot quicker. And the football, what ended a month ago?
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's what they do to you though, with all these crazy moves and just you seeing these rosters like a like just AFC like anything with AFC,
1: just give me it. Yeah, it just it's gonna be that wild. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be nuts because I feel like uh. Any of the teams that make the playoffs in the AFC might have a legitimate chance to win the Super Bowl. Right. It was like how we felt about the NFC mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. And then a flip-flop.
2: Yeah. Uh, and just to get a number one seed is going to be more competitive ever. And like getting that number one seed is going to be so coveted. I know the Titans got this year and they blew it. But I think getting a number one seed in the AFC is going to be more important than ever. Just so you don't have to play that
1: game. Yeah, and I also feel like if you're Buffalo, I think Buffalo, their top priority should be to be the one seed. Right.
2: And they're one of the more favorable divisions. Mm-hmm. So why not? No them? more
1: dropping games to Pittsburgh at home, yeah. even though I was on that. No more dropping games to the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to take care of business. Right. You can't have that. Yeah. And you want everything to go through Buffalo because it'll be a rough place to have to go play in there in January. <laughs> That's the Ravens. <sighs> that is not a fun place to go play in. Not at all. Um, last thing, I want to circle back to Devontae Adams and end with. The NFC and the Packers. I feel right now as if it's the Bucks conference to lose. So the Rams don't get consideration. I just think it's hard for you to get back there.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's no disputing that.
1: And I know Kansas City went back to back. I get that. They didn't win it back to back, but they went to -to back-to-back Super Bowls. I get that. But I think it's it's the Bucks and the Packers was what i was saying but i think the packers have completely eliminated themselves from being a super bowl right. contender what about san fran still a little bit wait and see i i just think san fran is is like who they are right and i know that sounds very vanilla to say but mm-hmm. with jimmy g that's about as far as i'll go right. and then we don't know about trey lance yeah you gotta give him let's get two months yeah go. we need to see him more than twice in between a a six-week period running the option on most plays i want to see him as jock pat pastor for a full for a full season Mm -hmm. and if he comes in taking the league by storm like how watson and like mahomes come in where you didn't know anything about it Mm -hmm. and he has this like second year leap then why not you know but for me bro it's a bucks it's the bucks conference to lose Mm -hmm. how things change within a few weeks for but, real, yeah. Because
2: th- people are talking about Tampa. It's like, okay, I still think they have the best roster in NFC South, but how on earth can you go into playoffs with whether it's uh, Kyle Tresk or Blaine Gabbert? Just like you're not being the top NFC teams with this. Not yeah, at all. yeah.
1: Well, think about also with with Rogers and the Packers. How how many times he would say that he only really trusted one person on that offense, and now that guy isn't there. Yeah. So I'm, I'm fascinated to see, and I know Impey. Impy was like, "Oh, yo, do you know what his record is without Adams?" And I went and I looked it up. He's ten and one without Adams in the lineup. But that really? doesn't, yeah, yeah. But that doesn't make it any better that he left. Mm-hmm. Like, if you get rid of your best weapon on offense, it's gonna set you back one yeah. way or another. Yeah, like even that
2: Arizona game where he didn't play. Like they were really fortunate to win that one. Yeah, it took, it took a, pretty much a last second stand.
1: Yeah, yeah. Who he also got paid too, Russell Douglas. Oh, good for him. Got a nice extension, him, yeah. I million. think Green Bay,
2: in terms of receiver, that will obviously draft one, but why not take a chance on, like, a Julio or Just Because you need someone there that's going to at least provide some sort of intimidation. Yeah. Because right now, it's just a bunch of guys there.
1: Yo, what about if they go after uh, Michael Thomas? What's good with him? Ooh.
2: Yeah, he's been quiet,
1: which is rare for him. We haven't seen, not, not a tweet, not a social media post. Like, is he Is he in the lab working? I would hope so. Yo, not pretty good comparison to Devontae Adams as far as, like, play style, I think. Really? You, you don't think so? Like, the route running, and I know it's a lot of, like, slant boy and yeah. stuff.
2: It's just Adams is a complete package. Michael yeah. Thomas just does not go downfield. Yeah, it's that's true. Field. Yeah. Like, to me, Adams, like you even saw it's, um, you know, over the past few years, like, they'll put him in a slot, he just runs straight go. hmm and, like, he's not the quickest, but he knows how to use his body, and he has phenomenal hands. Yep. Yeah, and he's got that release. So, uh, look, Michael Thomas, I think he used to change the scenery, but I wouldn't say – I don't think it's a move that would really change much for Green Bay. Like, yeah, he gets in that security blanket, but I think Green Bay now they got to add some more speed. They could use another big physical – because we don't know about Mar- the scan things coming back. So, at this point, it's just like Alan Lazard. Oh, knows. man. Yeah. No, but he, he – I'll say him and Rodgers have a great chemistry. They do, yeah. Yeah. He's, like, he's kind of like their Ted Ginn.
0: Yeah,
1: but yeah. I know the the first year he won MVP, Aaron Rodgers, he probably had like 700 he did. That's, hundred that's yards off the he, table and Ted seven Ginn. more touchdowns. Yeah. yeah of, you just
2: have to put up, you have, you have put up with the frustration, but it's just a, deep threats are always coveted mm-hmm. because... Of, in the NFL, I think if you're really gonna be a top five offense, you need some sort of threat that's gonna, you know, get behind the safeties, you know, make them respect you in that way, and then things open up. And right. You, know, you could just exploit those mismatches. But yeah, agree I'm, I'm
1: just Green Bay's got to have a plan though. Now, like, there's just I'm they, sure they yeah. have a plan. Yeah. Just, my my whole thing was if you give up a guy like Devonte Adams, mm-hmm. it's gonna set you back one way or another. Yeah. And there's just, no way you could eliminate. I think what 270 catches. <laughs> And like thirty nine hundred yards yeah. in the last two seasons, like right. what the are you kidding? And he's me? And missed he, a couple games. He's missed like three four games yeah. too, and a couple of halves. Yeah, like yo, bro. There's no way you can tell me. I don't. I don't care how good his record is without him. Mm-hmm. That's also a small sample size. That's like you know one or two games here. He only missed eleven starts with Aaron Rodgers, in seven years yeah. together, and the last five he became Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I could get away with it. And I, I'd have to go back and look. Were those wins against like the Vikings, the Lions, or, or the yeah. Lions, or or a Jaguars team? Yeah. You know, like it's it's all. But that stuff that stuff bothers me, bro. When someone just takes the
2: statistics and tries to fence their narrative,
1: yeah, like oh yeah, they have a plan. I'm sure they have a plan. They they paid Rodgers. They knew Adams wasn't coming back. They get the draft picks. I get that. But you can't sit there and tell me that Adams. Leaving is not going to set them back. Oh,
2: it's huge! Yeah, like, he, like he's, he's there's times where he's there passing game. Like against the Niners in the playoffs, I think he was like the only player to have more than two catches. Yeah, yeah. It's just that's just him and Rogers like that, especially that back shoulder. Like no one's stopping that.
1: Man, it's gonna be it's gonna be whack not seeing that, bro. Yeah. That was that um, my favorite combination of all time. I think. Wow, all time. Yeah, even more than any giant duo. Well, for over a, a long period of time, uh, like, yeah, Eli to Cruz was dope yeah. for 12, no, like 20 games. Mm-hmm. Then Cruz went down and whatnot. Like, yeah. it was more than 20, but you All get right. what I'm saying. Like, uh, Brady to Moss was sick, but mm-hmm. that was also for two years, All pretty right. much, right? Like, it was 07, yeah. then 08, Brady gets hurt, and then 09 was like right. the last rule Randy Moss uh-huh. year. But for the most part, I just feel like Rogers to Adams, probably my favorite duo.
2: The highlights are endless. Like yeah. If you type that in, you'll probably get like a 45-minute highlight tape. From the
1: route running, the timing, the yeah. back shoulder stuff, the the improv. It's just... Yeah, I would say that's my favorite duo. Yeah. What would you say yours is? Matt Ryan to Roddy
2: White? Nah, we have to go Matt Ryan Julio. Julio? Yeah. Roddy's obviously up there. What about Moe
1: sinuda Julio? I know they've connected that, sometimes, right? They They did it once. It was one of the greatest <laughs> plays that ever happened.
2: But like, growing up, though, like I loved Culpepper and Moss Because I just... I love... I just love the deep ball. Like, I'm just... Yeah. Anytime I see, like, a 40, 50-yard touchdown, I just think it's one of those... You just see that ball sailing, and it fits... I love it when, like, it, you're hitting it in stride. Like yeah. The receiver doesn't have to wait on it, or he has to, like, make an acrobat catch just to make up the ground for it. Like, I, when the quarterback hits a receiver in stride, right into the end zone, oh. Yeah. That's why I always put Culpepper and Moss up there, because that kind of... Because I think with these questions, you kind of want to look at it from your childhood, like, what you... What you like grew up on, what you're a fan of, but if you want to go recently, like other than Watson Hopkins, I don't think anyone comes close to what Rodgers... Watson Hopkins yeah. was dope too. Yeah, yeah. who doesn't wow. love that? Yeah, because it's just the best thing is that chemistry. It's like he, you could put the like we talk about the back shoulder throw. It's like you know it's happening. You're watching that route go. I'm like, oh, he's gonna hit that shoulder, hit the hit it right there. And the worst part, if you're a defender, you can't do anything about it. Yeah, him. you just have to sit, stand there and be like. Well I hope the coverage, You're just gonna pick up. It's like, I just here. hope we have a, the coverage is are better next time. Yeah. I just can't do anything about this. Yeah. So yeah. I I I've always like I love looking at those statistics too. Like I remember growing up paying man and Marvin Harrison mm. was a was a big I felt like they led the league year after year when it came to uh, you know passing touchdowns, receiving touchdowns
1: and all that. So, yeah. 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 Brady Brady to Moss was probably my favorite wide receiver quarterback year mm-hmm. ever. That, like, 23 touchdowns that they scored. But, man, Stafford and Cup this year, too, was, like, really dope. I know it only happened one season. Like greatest. I mean, no, will probably happen again. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. Alan, where can they find you? Uh, Alan Sterk. That's A-L-L-E-N-S-T-R-K. At NickDay is 10, as you can find me. At Veterans Minimum as where you can find everything for this show. Check out the YouTube channel. You can watch the clips. Give a follow to Blue Wire at BlueWirePods on social media and patreon.com slash veterans minimum you can listen to some exclusive content on there and some episodes early and yeah we'll catch you guys next time